Hi, you're listening to the Road to a Billion podcast. I'm your host, Stefan Georgi. Since 2011, I've sold over $700 million worth of products for both clients and my own companies. I've also founded or co-founded eight different businesses that have grossed between seven to nine figures in revenue. Today, I focus a lot of my time on teaching, training, and mentoring the next generation of freelancers and entrepreneurs. And that's why I created The Road to a Billion, a call-in radio show style podcast where I answer people's questions on mindset, business ownership, scaling funnels, copywriting, and more. If you want to submit a question, then check out the show notes to learn how, or visit me at stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe to opt into my email list. And every week, you'll get a link to join the live call-in show. And with that being said, let's go ahead and get started. Hey guys, in this episode, Stefan addresses the extreme loneliness that often accompanies freelancers and entrepreneurs as they build their businesses and offers advice on how to manage it. Here's a glimpse of the inspiring insights you're about to discover. Discover how to combat the loneliness that creeps up when you're committed to building your own business in future, the best ways to connect with others on the same journey as you, and how to utilize the power of community, plus learn the most effective ways to build a network and community of like-minded people and how to construct a budget as a new offer owner. I hope you enjoy. Okay, cool. Eric's got a question. So we're going to go to Eric next. Eric, what's up, man? Yo, what's up? Good, good, good. And you? Good, man. Doing good. Cool. Yeah. So just for the context, like, you know, when you're building a business, it's kind of like a path that you walk alone, I would say. Yeah. Because people don't really understand what you are doing and why you're doing it. So, yeah. So how do how to be alone without feeling the, the loneliness in this path? So, yeah. That's what the question. Yeah, that's a good question. I think, um, I mean, a couple of things. I mean, I think having like communities, like, you know, that's one of the reasons I'm, I'm such a big proponent of masterminds is because, you know, having, once I started going to them and, and meeting other entrepreneurs, um, suddenly it was like, I felt less alone. And even afterwards, when I stayed in touch with people and we'd get on, you know, at the time it was like Skype calls more often. We got on Skype calls, we'd catch up, we'd be texting each other. Um, you know, that, that really helped. I and mean, I really think it's about finding the community of like-minded people who are, you know, endeavoring to do the same things you are. Um, and I think that helps. And I think that's something where, you know, the Facebooks of the world um, can be beneficial and helpful, right? Like through the different, both free and paid communities, you know, it doesn't have to be that you go join like a, 15,000 or $50,000 mastermind. Um, it can be, you know, a $97 a month group, or maybe, you know, maybe it's a free group. Um, and then really actually reaching out to people and checking in. And I mean, and, and, you know, you have to foster and nurture those relationships, which is something I'm not good at. I work at it, but I'm, I'm not, I'm pretty bad at that. I think as an introvert and some of social anxiety, um, you know, I struggle with that, but I mean, I do it. I'm kind of almost forced to do it as part of being like a quote unquote public figure, right? Um, Cause people reach out to me a lot and I'm always happy to hear from them. But, um, and then I think the third part of that is, this is the toughest part and maybe not, I'm not saying this is easy or even potentially it could be almost impossible, but um, if you can try to like embrace the loneliness, um, that's cool too. The times where you are lonely, you have to, I, if you can reframe it, 
again, easier said than done, but to think about, you know, I'm lonely because I'm doing something hard and I'm doing something that other people aren't doing. And I'm doing something that is, you know, hopefully, you know, going to make a difference in the world. And, um, and when, when all these, when everything comes together, you know, I know that I'll look back at this part and I'll actually have like cherish these memories and, and, and almost maybe long for those times of loneliness because, which is true because, um, you know, once you have the things you're, 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 you're searching for going back to freedom, never being an ideal, but anything like that, you, you, you won't be fully fulfilled, but it'll be cool. It'll be, you know, lots of things will be really good in your life probably, but, um, then you almost, you almost miss the struggle, right? You'll, you'll miss, you'll miss it. Um, and you, it'll be this like special time in your life. You'll think back of it as this like special time in your life where, you know, you felt lonely and you felt like you were, you know, you against the road and all that, uh, and you'll have like a fondness towards it. And so if you think about that as it's happening, it can help to take the edge off of the loneliness. It doesn't mean that the loneliness goes away. Um, but it can take an edge off of it too. I don't know mm. if those answers help or not, but that's, those are the best I got. Yeah, I have a lot, I have a lot, yeah. It's kind of like get used to the loneliness, like something like that. Yeah, that, and yeah. again, I mean, you know, the community aspect too, because you can, you can cut down on the loneliness quite a bit. Um, but, you know, in addition to that, yeah, then what is there? And yeah, kind of, yeah. And beyond getting used to it, it's like almost embrace it. Like, mm, okay. almost feel like, all right, like, cool. I get to experience this. It's almost like a blessing. I get to experience this loneliness that, that most people don't because they don't do exciting, brave, you know, um, adventurous things, what I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool, man. Well, good yeah, question. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think Connor was next. Connor said, uh, well, actually, Connor, I'll bring you in and I'll let you ask the question here. We, um, so Connor, I'm going to uh, like, while you talk and then yeah you want to share your question for everybody hey Stephen, can you hear me yeah i can perfect sorry about that that's okay um so i was wondering if you had any advice regarding and especially in marketing um at like a middle sort of management level uh for us in the industry what do you recommend for um networking especially with things being so remote and still digital yeah yeah, I mean, I think that I, I would go back to sort of what I, some of the answers I, I just gave to Eric. I mean, I think that, you know, joining Facebook groups um, that are, you know, relevant to your industry and, and your skill set and profession, um, and then actually posting, right? Actively posting, um, sharing stories and, you know, lessons learned, wins. I mean, I think, you know, the best thing is like sort of, Hey, we had a really cool win. Here's what it was, right? That kind of stuff. And, and not, no solicitation. You're not trying to be like, you know, and hire us or buy our product or whatever, but it's just like giving value. That's like true value and actually valuable, um, you know, through various Facebook groups, um, I think is a really, you know, good one. I mean, there's like um, the Justin Stefan talk copy, there's uh, direct marketing partners, which D Braun runs. There's um, nothing held back, which is like a Facebook group that's been really popular lately. Um, you know, and various other ones. So I think that's, that's one aspect of it. And then, you know, things have been remote, but there is more, there's a lot of events. I mean, my, my, I'm basically back to as busy for travel schedule as I was pre COVID. And um, I think that, you know, so going to different, different events and things like that, you know, I think obviously masterminds are great. And again, I'm all about that, but like, even if, 
if that's, you know, not a thing right now, then it's like, um, they're doing affiliate summit East in New York, and there's going to be I'm sure thousands of people there. Trafficking conversion is doing their event at the end of September or middle of September. We're doing our next copy accelerator event, uh, at the end of August, beginning of September. Uh, you know, there's internet marketing party in Austin, which I'm the speaker at, uh, next Thursday, which is like $37. So, um, you know, I think it's, yeah, it's, it's really just like going to events and then, you know, Facebook groups that are relevant and, um, and then they yeah, actually posting value and replying to people commenting. I mean, really, they're really the fundamental stuff, but it really does make a huge difference. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Connor. Thanks for the question. Patrick Chan was next. Um, we bring on Patrick for his question. What's up, Patrick? Hey, Stefan. How you doing? Good, good. I've uh, been following you for a while. Love RMBC and all. Did some gig, got some gigs with it too. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, I want to know because I've always been someone who, um, I mean, I really admire that you really put the time and effort to create communities and all that. And um, it's something that I personally know I'm actually not a big fan of. Um, not because I don't care about people, but it's just because um, I can get very intense. So for me, I'd, it's rather that I'd rather for lack of a better term, I don't know how else to say, but it's like, I'd rather not put the effort into caring so much. Sure. And so um, uh, one of the things that I do want to do is eventually go from copywriting and like you said, go into product um, owner. And one of the things that I want to explore was, like you said, the supplement industry. So I've been curious to know, uh, since you started one or currently have one, how did you divide up your budget when you first started? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I've kind of broken this down before, but this is all ballpark numbers. I mean, I, I think, I mean, do you, do you have a budget, for example, in your head, like something you could put into it? Or are you kind of curious what the budget might look like as well? I remembered you saying you started, like it's possible to start with 5,000, but I'm willing to put 10,000 in okay. the future. And your, you know, your copy is at a pretty high level, right? I mean, not like necessarily a list but you feel you you could write your own copy and feel good about it right yeah i feel like i could do it and if not well i mean i'm surrounded by people who are very talented who can give me feedback but yeah i feel like i can do it cool yeah and i think about it from a budget perspective too because copy is one of the big expenses really i mean you know again i think if you are going to white label something to start then it's basically like zero expenses on the inventory side to begin right because you're only selling once you're shipping so that's what's great about the on-demand model. Um, mm -hmm. You know, over time, you you, you may want to move to like you know custom formulation that you you know have there's better science behind it, all that kind of stuff. But to launch at least you know custom formulation on-demand, there's like basically zero cost there. Um, so really, your cost would be the you know funnel like development, you know creation or whatever, and um, then like the like traffic is really kind of it in a way, right? So it's like Okay, you create the copy, you know, you can do a text sales letter to start. Um, you know, the design, you you could do yourself and like, you know, some of those platforms out there, but like having a, a good designer is probably worthwhile. I mean, I think yeah. it's worth investing $3,000, let's say, three mm -hmm. thousand know, into that. Mm -hmm. um, then there's usually gonna be some tech and integrations and things depending on where you do it. Um, mm -hmm. So I'd probably budget like a couple thousand bucks for that. Um, you know, there's, if you're going to do, I mean, depending on where you're getting processing, if you're doing uh, like ClickBank, then you don't have to worry about it. If you're going to use Stripe, but I would be careful using Stripe unless 
you know, you feel like you're really super, 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 super white hat, like not even like ethics aside, right? Like let's assume you're gonna be ethical, but it still has to just be like, just so, you know, straight up sketchy. So I, but you know, if you use like a, a like, um, like Digistore or ClickBank or something like that for the processing, mm -hmm. um, then there's really no cost there. Um, and then really be like traffic. I mean, the big thing for me would be like, if you're able to use your network to have people, uh, you know, send like kind of to their email list, then the traffic's pretty much free. Um, you know, uh, you're just paying them a CPA. Customer service, I mean, you can start with just having like a support email that you answer, um, you know, so you don't need to pay for a call center to start. Um, like insurance, stuff like that, you'll, you'll want that. But if you go through a place like ClickBank or um, and you use a, a third-party on-demand company, like generally you can be covered under their insurance to start. So you don't need insurance. Um, so honestly, I mean, man, that's where I go back to like, like $5,000 to start. Like, I just think, cause again, copy is a big expense, but you can write your own copy. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah. And then otherwise, if you have 10,000, I mean, like I would put the other 5,000 into acquiring customers potentially. Mm -hmm. Second, my dog's freaking out. It's like, <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Um, it's all good. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, I feel like uh, that's yeah. I don't know. I mean, if you you could like buying email list drops is something like I like. I don't really think is like a worthwhile thing for the most part these days. No, I don't think so either. Um, I'd rather be buying some media on Facebook or Native or YouTube or like or again, you go to some people who have email lists and you're like, hey, I'm gonna guarantee, you know, depending on the size of the list, right? I'll guarantee uh, 50 sales at a um, you know, like whatever CPA that you could afford. Right. I mean, mm -hmm. our 20 sales at like a hundred dollars CPA, um, which is like $2,000. But like, if you think that, you know, if their list is like $2,000 is like, you know, reasonable enough for them. And there's still the upside of like, obviously I hope it's going to do way more than that. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I think that's a model where you get people to test and you kind of alleviate some of their risk and get data. But your biggest thing once you launch is really just getting like the data. Um, mm -hmm. You know, more than anything, that's what you want. You want the data because then you know. Because once you have data, if your, uh, you know, company and your funnels are doing really well and converting at a high rate, then at that point, it becomes very easy to go and get, uh, you know, like way more people to, to send traffic and affiliates, and you can, you know, get an agency if you want to work with an agency, or you can buy your own media, all that kind of stuff. Oh wow. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Because um, I do. Well, yeah, I do email marketing now for a company, and also um, I have. I also have a computer science background. So like just setting up the site, I think I can do that myself, but eventually, yeah, I'll just hire someone to do that. Cool. Sweet. Yeah. You know, I guess one other thing would be maybe like an affiliate tracking platform, but again, if you do it on ClickBank, then they track for you. Um, but you may end up doing something like, um, uh, Hyros or, um, I'm blanking, but one of those, one of those like kind of like platforms that tracks your sales and stuff like that for you. And that might cost you, to start like a couple hundred bucks a month. This is one expense that would be a worthwhile expense out the, out the gate, just so you're tracking data and make sure that whatever, so you say you're using ClickBank or um, kind of, like you wanna make sure, you'd like to know that their data is like matching the data. Like it's nice to have like a third party kind of system that's, that's tracking it as well. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Cool, thank you. Yeah, my pleasure, man. All right, that's just about it for today. Before we finish though, let me share a little bit more about how you can stay in touch with me. I have a private email list where I share high level tricks, strategies, and insights about copywriting, entrepreneurship, mindset, and more. 
In fact, often my podcasts are based on topics I first emailed out to my list weeks or even months earlier. So if you want to get brand new stuff from me every single day, go to stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe. These emails are often upwards of a thousand words and I send them every day. So make sure you really can commit to engaging with me on that level. But as long as you can, and you should, because I do drop a ton of value in these emails, go apply to join my list today. And again, the web address is stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe. And in case you don't know how to spell my name, which is okay, it is S-T-E-F-A-N, Paul, and then my last name is georgi, G-E-O-R-G-I.com. So stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe, and I will see you in my email list.